queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Well, is too much of a good thing bad for you? Because after what happened Friday night, yes, people say that the trial of Roman Reigns and the whole Bloodline segment was fantastic and everything, which should have been a 20-minute segment, rolled over to 40 minutes and cut the timing on the rest of the show considerably to make shit feel rushed, cut entrances off and it was just seemed like a bit of a chaos for the rest of the show so while everything with Roman seems to be great for WWE we got to ask ourselves is the bloodline monopolizing too much time on WWE TV mainly mainly Smackdown let's see let's start with the non-pissed off person on this one because I'm actually in favor of the bloodline right now. Okay. And the reason why I say this is that I think back to the one time where you had two women monopolizing Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. And that was Charlotte and Sasha. They took up a lot of time during that era with their whole feud that entire time. Or whenever right. Bailey was a part of it. You know, they monopolized a lot of time. And a lot of people thought, well, this is unfair to the rest of the women's division. Yada, yada, yada. So to me, it's like this has been years in the making and you can't rush this. And I agree with Michael Cole. This thing fucking deserves an Emmy. <laughs> I see. I keep seeing those memes online and everything about best supporting actor Jay Uso and shit like that. Yeah. So while it is frustrating to see certain storylines get shunted, certain matches get cut off um la night getting a dark segment which in all honesty i think helped him push more towards becoming the baby face he's going to become i've read that yeah um i I just feel that people need to let this play out and i think once SummerSlam is over it will die back down and the only reason why i say that is because you know we all i think we all agree that despite the fact that we would love Jey Uso to dethrone Roman. It's not going to fucking happen. And so, you know, you're still going to have them running roughshod a little bit, but, you know, the Usos and that is going to take a backseat, and that's when I think you're going to see more of the emergence of Cody into the the Roman storyline going down in the future. Um, but for me, it, does, it doesn't bug me. Uh, I watched the segment. I loved watching them tie Jay up in the ropes. I loved the beatdown on Jimmy. I loved little homage to the Shield with Jay coming out of the audience at the end of the show to beat the shit out of Solo with the chair, <laughs> and, and you know, beat Roman up. I, I I love the nuance of it, and I get that it's frustrating. But again, I look back to different eras. If people have an issue with this, then they better not watch the Attitude Era at all. Do we not remember Vince and Stone Cold taking up an entire fucking hour? Or the Rock and Stone Cold, CM Punk and John Cena, Edge and Cena. This is just something that happens. I mean, I'm waiting for the day for this shit to start. And it's starting. It is starting to happen in AEW with unnecessarily long, stupid segments. The birthday cake and MJF bullshit from last week so so you know it, it's it's trickling in 
And, you know, I, I just, I think people need to realize that you bitch about storylines. They give you storylines and you bitch about not wrestling the, the, the time. It's like people need to make up their minds. Do they want proper storylines that are done well? Mm-hmm. Or do they want things rushed kind of like what's happening in another company? I okay. I, I prefer storylines that are going. And I know that certain things happen and people get pissed off and, and people's, especially people's faves, they don't get to show. I will say this. I spent from 2015 to about 2017, 2018 praying to see Becky Lynch on my screen. I rarely saw her, especially after Alexa took the belt off of her. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. So, I'm used to not having my fave on screen. I mean, hell, right now I barely see her on screen. Um, I barely see any of the other women that I like to see on screen. I mean, I know why Alexa's not there. I mean, but we don't have Bray and what the fuck's going on with him and all that. Oh, he's talking with AEW. How the fuck is he talking with AEW? <laughs> Motherfucker's still under contract. People are idiots. But, you know, I get that it's frustrating. And trust me. But again, Becky Lynch fan who had to watch her backseat to Sasha, Paige, and Charlotte for the start of her debut on Raw on SmackDown and then get the title on SmackDown and then get shuffled out for Alexa fucking Bliss. And I know people love Bliss, but Becky was putting the work in and she got shat on constantly. So I understand the frustration, but I think things will happen when they happen. Look at L. Let's take a look at LA Knight for, for fuck's sake. The man was in the back and he's getting love. People, it will happen for Good guys and for bad guys. All right. Okay. So the whole shit with the Friday night affected a certain match. And Kayla, I know you weren't too happy with it. So I'll let you flourish. I mean, understand the whole bloodline story that, you know, it's been building up for years. I mean, obviously it has been even, you know, when it was just Jay before Jimmy came back and, but I get it. It went over it, honestly. But what aggravates me is you specifically shown that everything else was rushed. Like, it was like, you know how you kind of, I don't know, let's take a movie, um, a play, for example. People running out there changing changing scenes real quick in front of you. That's kind of what it felt like. You know, Oscar, Charlotte, Bianca, Io, Bailey, all that just rushed and literally two weeks in a row his entrance gets cut off which happens to be one of my favorites in wwe then it turns out it ends in a minute and 45 fucking seconds was the whole match and we'll get to the tweets later but it's just the heat and just stuff i mean i understand the focus is on the bloodline now, but you got other talent as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. That deserves an opportunity and a chance. I understand. Oh, you know, they may not be belly hurt or whatever. And there's rumors that cross actually got hurt over the UK tour. Now we may not even know when he's going to be back. So to all your little fucking motherfuckers out there that can't stand his ass. I kind of hate you for right now for all the ones that wished he would get hurt and be gone for a while. Thank you. You know how much that fucking hurts. I saw those comments last night. Someone saying, oh, I hope he's good for hurt and that he has to be out a year just like Statlander. What kind of comment is that? But understand storylines are storylines, but there's a moment where you need to watch what you say. And I do know, I understand what needs to go on with the bloodline. But like I said, don't make it look like it was just hurried up and rushed because that's what SmackDown was. I could see that it was rushed big time. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a storyline, but, and I understand, but don't go out there. Okay. Next scene. Like, okay. Wait a minute. What, what? I mean, it was, oh, and to the people out there that said, 
They hope Scarlett gets a concussion after Meechan kicked her in the head. Yeah, I just need to shut up because that was all the hate I heard after that match. That's what aggravated me. That's how much hate they're getting right now because of how they're being used. You don't wish injury on anybody. Hell no. I don't even wish it. I don't even wish it on freaking Austin Theory and his little dumbass annoys the fuck out of me. I mean, anybody who wishes injury on someone needs to really have like have their head examined because that's just pathetic and wrong. And honestly, if Cross was injured in the UK tour and everything, he should have been out there. They could have like squashed that whole thing with like a backstage segment or some bullshit and everything. I mean, yeah, because that just puts him more at risk. And of course, there's no update on how significant the injury is, right? Mm-mm. I even, because one of the girls that follows me on Twitter, I, she was actually at the event when I went to see him back in more wrestling last year. And okay. um, we started following each other on Twitter. She's just a big fan of Cross and Scarlet as I am. Uh-huh. I've been trying to get her on the podcast, but we haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> but um, she, um, I said something because someone had came out and said it, and I said, get sending wishes out the cross, and she, is he legit hurt? And I'm saying, I'm not sure. I'm kind of waiting for him to confirm it, but he hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, I'm kind of, I'm pretty sure he will eventually, but I'm hoping it's nothing too serious because he does, what is that tape that's called? The black and white tape. Like, Kine- kinetic tape or? Yeah, that's, there's a picture of him meeting with fans. He has shorts on, and it's, it, you can see it behind his leg he does have it um I'm not sure how legit of an injury it is like I said hope it ain't too serious but like I said I really he's the type that he'll let his fans know so I'm kind of hoping he says something soon of what it is it's like dude don't keep us hanging I know you see our tweets about you (laughs) (laughs) you've proven that so for real Jolie what is it called like kinetic tape or yeah it's kinetic tape Okay. 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 Yeah. But the thing is, him wearing it means absolutely nothing. It could be a storyline thing. No, no, no. It's not that. I mean, it could just be an old nagging injury. All it does is help relieve pressure. I mean, I can use that for my knees for when I do concerts, but I sweat too fucking much. Um, I just think that, number one, I'll put this right out there. Yes, I have wished injury on people. Not like to the extent that these people have, but like, you know, I want to see somebody trip and fall just because I'm an asshole. Like, I, I want to, like, when Logan Paul fell on his head, I really hope he hurt himself. I really fucking did. I can't stand that motherfucker. I'm sorry. I don't, what he did over in Japan, no matter the amount of apologies that he did, he has, I have zero respect for that piece of shit. And him, and I know they're doing it as storyline, but him coming for Ricochet, motherfucker's gonna fuck around and find out coming for Ricochet. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Paul. I saw where he got engaged to his girlfriend. Oh God, I feel sorry for her. I'm so happy that Chloe, um, one of my favorite, uh, Chloe Bennett, dumped his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. I didn't even like. I, I was like, I watched because I follow her. I was like, I was watching him like, how do people want to sleep with that? (laughs) Oh, 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 you want to know what something fucked up is? WWE released a video of their top 10 entrances for 2023 so far. They put his WrestleMania entrance above Bad Bunny. Logan Paul won, Bad Bunny two. I think the only reason why they ranked that higher, to be perfectly honest, was the amount of people. That would be the only reason. Because let's put Bad Bunny at fucking WrestleMania, like at an actual WrestleMania that is full to the brim. Yeah, his WrestleMania, I mean, if they did Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul, uh, WrestleMania in Tampa, was that in Tampa or was that in the Thunderdome? Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul. No, 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 no. They're talking about their entrances. Oh, oh, no, the WrestleMania one was in Tampa when he teamed up with Damian Priest. Okay, so if they put those two together, Bad Bunny would have won. Hands down, shit. 
But I think they they're only put it like that because of the amount of people. But no, I, even I would say fuck Logan Paul. He's number ninety nine. Yeah, it's like I saw that and I was like, like you gotta be kidding me. It's like, ugh. I, I, uh, 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 uh. All right, but to answer the question and everything, it's like yes, I like a good storyline, but it's just like sometimes it, it's a little too much and everything i'm waiting for everything to start dying down whether it be like after SummerSlam or like it's gonna still i don't i know it's gonna, not gonna go full steam until wrestlemania and everything but i'm a little sick of everything and it's like i'm now i'm just waiting on the moment for solo turning and he looked pretty con- he's been looking pretty conflicted lately <laughs> to say the least i will <laughs> say this reading what he wrote or reading what he said like, you know, and completely out of character. Like, you know, that that's, that money in the bank was his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. It's like, I can't wait for this kid to have his WrestleMania moment. I mean, I am 100%. I, I am behind the solo going off on his own. Um, Like, you know, once things settle down, like, I wouldn't mind a, like a triple threat between him, LA Knight, and Austin Theory you know, matches for a while. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm just glad that they didn't push the Grayson Waller edge match, which, holy shit, I, I don't like Grayson Waller at all, but Duke can kill it in the fucking ring. Um, That they got that match out of the way, so it kind of pushes for Cena versus Waller, because now there's rumors, and I hope this is true for Kayla's sake, that they want Edge versus Cross at SummerSlam. Oh. Okay, so he'll be on the pay-per-view, but it'll be another fucking loss. So, great. Guess you can't get two things at the same time that you want. Or Edge could put him over. I think Edge would put him over. I doubt it. He might, but it's not what Edge wants. It's what creative creates. Yeah, but I think right now Edge has a little bit of control in his creative, just like Cena does. Because, again, I don't think anybody back there wanted Austin Theory to beat Cena at WrestleMania. And Cena, being the stand-up dude that he is, wanted to put him over. I think, you know... Edge losing constantly and finally beating the Judgment Day was his idea. I think that they do have some more creative control. And and I can definitely see, and this is going back to NXT, like I've, Edge has said that he wants to face Karrion. He wants to face him. So and I could see him putting him over. There's certain people that would do it, and he's one of the guys that would do it. All I know is, like, the promos and the face-to-faces would be fantastic. So it's like, I'm just if that does happen, it's like, it would be great TV to watch. Well, Edge, if that would be great that Edge did, because maybe, fa- uh, maybe the fans will let up on him a little bit. That's true. So and we'll have we to just, wait. And can we just think about the Beth and Scarlet stare-downs? Oh, my God! Because now, now you'd be literally like, just fucking kiss. Your husbands want to watch it. We want to watch it. Just fucking kiss. Or knowing the little feisty Scarlet can be, she might get the nerve that she would probably be the first one to try to bitch slap Beth and she might end up in a Glamazon. Because I know how she can be. She, she, She's a great wrestler. Unfortunately, we have not seen it on WWE yet quite like we should. Um, we, right. saw bit, we saw a little bit when she was in the mixed match with AJ and Meechin, but um, it's just, she reacts before, if you ever watched her on the indie, she reacts quicker than she thinks, and I think that's part of her gimmick, so I could see her reacting way too quick and charge at Beth before she was ready, and then <laughs> although that would be a good that would be a good that would be good, that would be good nice to see. Could we and, get and- Edge and Beth versus Cross and Scarlet in a mixed tag? I mean, <laughs> even if, like, I know he wants to face him. And, you know, watching Beth wrestle again, and I think Beth does deserve a proper, really, retirement, 
send off as well. Like I hate when some of these people just disappear. Like, unfortunately, I'm 100% sure that I'm never going to see Lita in the ring again. I think she can't wrestle anymore or she's just waiting for that one last match, which it should be against Trish. Um, Cause you know, if you're going to retire, it's like, it's kind of like why I kind of want when edge retires for them to sign back either Matt, Jeff or Christian for his retirement match. One of those three men. Preferably Christian, but... Probably, yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen because he was talking shit about um, Cody. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, okay. All right, I got to do a slight AEW segue. Reader. Kayla, help me understand this, okay? Uh, because I haven't kept up with it. But, okay, if I if I understand this correctly, Luchasaurus won the TNT title... Why the fuck is Christian holding it all the damn time? Jealousy, I guess. Because if not I'm not, not, yeah, because it's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's like if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't wrestle for Christian. It's like it was Luchasaurus on his own, supposed to be on, like apparently Luchasaurus wrestling for Luchasaurus against Wardlow. Uh, or the way I kind of, honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Um, when it comes to these two lately, I normally don't listen to them half the time because I used to absolutely love Luchasaurus. I used right. to love Christian, but you put these two together in AEW, one of the most vicious heels in there. I can't stand you right now. <laughs> and from my understanding from freaking neighbor's chickens in the damn yard, oh, whatever, um, what I understood from some of the promos and they said, and it kind of backs back to right before Jungle Boy is up on his little high horse right now, whatever. Mr. I run away from Hook. Uh, <laughs> like a little crybaby. Um, but no, way I've got from the promos and stuff, he basically made it like Luchasaurus works for him. Like everything that Luchasaurus does for him is more for him. That makes sense. Oh, God. And that's how I'm getting through the promos. And it's been known, the fact when Darby brought it up, saying, hey, aren't you champion? Why is he carrying your belt? You know? (laughs) And it's just the fact I'm waiting and I'm praying that Luchasaurus will literally just smack the crap out of him. Take his bell and just be like, mine, and run away from Christian. Because he don't speak very much. Luchasaurus don't speak. He grunts, if you've never noticed that. He grunts or growls, whatever you want to call it. Right. So, (laughs) it's just, honestly, to answer that, Kat, I think it's because of jealousy, or he didn't think he could beat, or he thinks, because when you think about it, when Luchasaurus... You probably remember this. When Luchasaurus originally turned on Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. what did Christian say? I control the dinosaur. Yeah. That's what basically he's doing. He's manipulating. Yes, thank you. I was thinking. And he's getting in his head and he's basically making the choices. Hey, go get the title. But technically it's not your title. It's my title. But we're going to say it's your title. Okay. All That's right. what I'm getting through with it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Back to WDE. Now, Y'all might kill me for this. Uh, on the time out, time out, time out for a second. Time out. All right, so you two are gonna kill me. On the original list, I put one champion, but with this next question, I want to do like there's three different champions. So we've got three different champions in uh, WWE right now who have had extensive title reigns. You have Roman Reigns with the undisputed. WWE Universal Championship. You got Gunther with the Intercontinental Championship, and then you got <laughs> Theory with that fucking United States Championship belt. Everyone keeps has their opinions online of who should dethrone them, but the thing is, who deserves to dethrone them? So, so you basically, okay. it's like a two part question: who should and who deserves? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Go ahead, Caleb. Okay. For Roman, who should? Cody Rhodes. Okay. But who deserves to dethrone him? Jey Uso. All right. Oh, God. Gunter. Okay. Um, Who should dethrone him? Which I'd be okay with it. Since they recently just returned, showing that he didn't get lost and hasn't left WWE like the rumor stated. Um, Drew McIntyre. Okay. But with the history, who deserves to dethrone him? Mustafa Ali. I was not expecting that one. Okay. (laughs) You want to elaborate a little bit on that one? I'm curious. I mean, it's been there. I mean, he's... He's the only one that's been on the main roster that has even gotten that moment so close on several occasions. Um, he's proven that he can run with the bigger dogs. Mm-hmm. He's just been overlooked. And in my opinion, I think he kind of deserves, even if it's a big card, just show that, you know, I honestly I don't even think he got the uh, NXT Cruiserweight when it was Cruiserweight, did he? No? Okay, I didn't think he did. Um, mm-hmm. And then they eventually changed it to NXT North American Championship. Which, dude, I know you have a title match on July 30th. Don't mean you take it from Wesley, but if you do, more power to you. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I know, right? But oh well. Anyway, that's who I think because he's okay. he's very talented, and I mean, he's proven that you know because that match he had against Gunter, Gunter broke a sweat. That's probably the first time I've seen him break a sweat in a very long time in a match. All right, uh, U.S. Oh, Wales. This is kind of tricky because I could go either way because I know a lot of people say Shama should, but then again, Shama shouldn't. So I'm just going to make this one a little bit more fun. Who should dethrone Austin just to maybe get their feet up in the door? Maybe the crowd will like them behind. Carrying Cross. Okay. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but. In a way, they're kind of growing on me, but not to an extreme yet. But, I mean, well, they kind of have grown on me because I've kind of liked them with the tag team. And just like Mustafa Ali, they're kind of proving that they can stand on their own two feet, that they don't need Butch. They don't need Sheamus. They don't need backup, you know, honestly. So... Kind of just like your underdog, like Ali, deserves a little bit more push, even if it was like a two-day two, two day reign until someone took it off of him. But honestly, I think who deserves it? Ridge Holland. Give him a little shine in the door, because okay. re- and I'll say that because also, who does he always have the back against matches? Sheamus. He's mm-hmm. always got Butch's back. And people forget that even though you're in a faction – there's always one person. There's always, let's say, for example, we'll take the brawling brutes for example. Okay. Who's get Who's getting all the title matches? Sheamus. Sheamus. Who got in the money in the bank? Bush. Bush. What did Rich Holland get? Nothing. So you always have that one in a faction that don't really get a quite push. Um. I mean. Wow. Okay. I mean, take Damage Control for example. Who got tag titles when they came back? EO and Dakota, who didn't get nothing. Bailey. But yet, they're always involved in everything. So you always have those ones that don't really get the spotlight. They're like the underdog. As much as as much as I would love for Karrion Cross to come in there and put Austin in his place and take his title because technically, he still kind of owes him a receipt from NXT for saying they were huge. Talking about nails. I don't think he really got what he wanted. Oh, God. I found that clip. I found that clip the other day. And I was watching it. <laughs> and, the fact, and the fact that Regal goes, oh, and uh, your new best friend Scarlett says you have a match next week against Karrion Cross. Good luck. I know. I think I remember that. They were in Regal's office or something. They were outside Regal's <laughs> office. And they used to come. <laughs> yeah, Johnny was trying to get out of the uh, tag match with uh, Brunson Reed. And then he looked at Austin and says, oh, your new best friend told me to tell you you have a match next week with Karrion Cross. Good luck. <laughs> Awesome. All right, Jolie, jump in. All right, so we'll start with the U.S. title. Who I think that they're going to push for is L.A. Knight. 
Okay. Who should Santos Escobar? All right. Um, Intercontinental title. Who I think they're pushing for through. Who I want. Who deserves it more? Um. Hmm. I need to check something real quick. No, I was looking. You know what? I'm kidding. Champa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Champa. Oh, Champa. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. And one hundred percent what she said. Cody should take Cody, but Jay. Okay. What were you trying to check? I didn't. I couldn't remember what show Champa was on. I was double checking that because that's who I want to win the Intercontinental title. Right. Okay. Just because okay. I, I just couldn't remember, but I know he's back and I know he's facing the Miz right now to beat the shit out of him, which I absolutely love. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't know if he was still technically a free agent or if he was on Raw. Okay. All right. Uh, Roman's title, I'm, I'm agreeing with you both. Cody should take it off him, but if Jay deserves it more. Um, U.S. title, I'm just going to say, yeah, Allie Knight should take it off him. Who deserves it more? I'm coming up up in the air, but I'll say LA, I'll, I'll say should and deserves L.A. Knight for sure. Yeah. Okay. Intercontinental title. All right. So, remind me, Brawling Brutes are on SmackDown, right? Yes. yes. No, no, no. Huh? Brawling Brutes are on SmackDown, yes. Okay, okay. I'm going to put this out there regardless of the show. They'll switch them over if they have to. Who should take it off him, either Drew or bring him up and let Ilya take it off him. Because those two have mad history and he already ended one of Gunther's reigns and why not uh, take off a second one? Who deserves to take it off him? I would say Sheamus because that match that they had at Clash of the Castle slammed. It was fantastic. And honestly, he should have took it off him then. And how Gunther ran out of there with the title, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. That match slapped. So, <sighs> so that's my spiel on that. Honestly, those are all pretty damn good because, I mean, think about it logically. They all deserve it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like oh I've stated before, if I could, every person in WWE, if we could make them all champions, it deserves to be a champion. That's a lot of championships. <laughs> and, okay, and I'm sorry, speaking of championships, EO, don't rush the cash in. She's probably feeling left out because this is the first Money in the Bank cash in that a female couldn't cash in on Money in the Bank. And it's like already she has like the second longest uh, reign or hold held, holding of the, the briefcase, which is crazy and ironic, but because it's only so few amount of days, but it's true, unfortunately. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So the favorite thing we love to do is bash on ratings that a certain so called journalist makes after premium live events or pay-per-views. Um, so first I got to see if y'all even agree with these and what you would change and everything. But yes, Meltzer has put out his ratings for Money in the Bank matches. All right. So the men's Money in the Bank, he gave four and a half stars. Bullshit, that's a five. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Four and a half for men's Money in the Bank. That's five. Yeah, I agree. It's five. That's way. That's way too low. All right, Baszler Rousey versus Morgan uh, Raquel, two and three quarter stars. Five because of the heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> I know heel turn alone deserved that five. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The whole shade of Baszler because, like, because, like I said, out of nowhere, it's just like, oh my god. So yeah, that's the yeah. I know. But it's like for the match itself. For the match itself, I'd say. Three and a quarter, three and a half, and everything. Like yeah. under three is too low. Yeah. All right. It's definitely uh, a three star match, and then it bumped up two more stars because of the turn. Yeah, right. exactly. All right. 
Uh, Riddle and Gunther, uh, two and three quarters. Again, that's a bullshit rating. That's at least a three and a half to a four just because of the whole Drew return. But also, you know, Riddle, no matter what you think of the man, he is a fucking beast in that ring. And that knee strike was fucking deadly. Yeah, his knee is like, ugh. Gunter was stunned quite a few times after. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Andrea Jolie, three and a half or four at least. Five if you want to include Drew in there. (laughs) All right. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Dominic. I'm not calling him Dirty Dom. Forget it. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Dominic, three stars. Yeah, that one actually is on point. All right. I think I'm going to take my your headphones off on this one. Women's Money in the Bank, four. Bullshit, that's fucking five, you piece of shit, misogynistic cunt bag. Go fuck yourself, Melter, you piece of fucking piece of shit. Goddamn fucking cunt ass piece of fucking shit. I fucking hate you. You are the worst. Is it safe? I think so. <laughs> What she okay. said, basically five. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting what she said. Yeah, it's like five. It's like it's like you don't give it a five and you rank it below the guys. It's like no, not even. It should not even, not even. No fucking. Heck, you didn't even you didn't even give the guys five. Let it know trying to rank the females under below. Exactly. Ugh. Bullshit. All right, Rollins and uh, Finn, three and a half. That was a. Four and a half match. The the history, the the storytelling, and the fact that you had Damian Priest lurking on the outside causing more drama, it, it heightened the whole fucking experience. And you know, for somebody who says, Oh, we watch it for storylines, but you aren't, you just ignore the fact and you know, you want all these slippy dippy bullshit things that you get from New Japan. Well, they don't do that there. If you want New Japan to stay to fuck rating New Japan, you fucking cocksucker. Kayla? Yeah, four and a half. Because, I mean, like I said, you got the storyline, you got the history, um, the chemistry that those two have had, and like you said, the fact Damien's out there, and now you getting that wedge in between him and Finn and on the Judgment Day, so. Oh, and Monday didn't help that for sure. <laughs> no. Not even close. Ben <laughs> trying to stop him from trying to cash in. It was just like, Ben. Oh my God. It's like for real. Man. But in all, all right, honesty, yeah. Finn does have like, you know, if you're in a faction and you're another faction member wins that and then they try to get involved in your match, no, no, no. Finn has every right to be like, no, motherfucker, you're not going to do it this way. Yeah. It's like, hell, it's like, I remember like after the match or during the match and everything, uh, Finn was like telling Damien, are you out here for me or are you out here for that? Like pointing to the briefcase and everything. It's like, it's like, where's your focus? <laughs> All right. So like, yeah, four, four and a half for me on that. All right. Bloodline Civil War, four and a half. That's a fucking 10. Mm-hmm. The Usos winning. The crowd and Roman screaming at the end of the match. Again, go back shit. to sucking your new Japan Kenny Omega dick, my dude. Stay the fuck out of WWE. We don't fucking want you. I know, right? Oh my god. <sighs> All right, speaking of AEW, Kayla, we need to talk. <laughs> okay, so I know they've been having this blind tag team tournament going on. How do they choose these tag teams? Is it like random draw and everything? Because it's like you got old It's partners. random at the draw. They have a little thing in the back with like everybody's names and they have a partner and they just pull the names out. But it's like you got old tag all tag champs teaming up. You got opponents teaming up. Like MJF and Michael and Adam Cole. It's like, seriously? <laughs> um... And you have somebody that has real life heat teaming up. Jeff Jarrett and Matt Hardy do not like each other in real fucking life. Did you hear what he he um because when they they were backstage, this is what's funny about it, is um 
Matt was back there and they were spinning the little thing. He says, he goes, RJ said, he goes, it's Jeff, my brother, Jeff. No, Jeff Jarrett. And Matt goes, I fucking hate Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) um, And then the fact that, like you said, you got Adam Cole and MJF. And just with him teaming up with Adam Cole is making me kind of like MJF because he's trying everything he can to get on Adam Cole's good side. Um, Poor Roderick's trying to sit here and figure out the friendship. Like, I don't trust him. Why are you, you know, but. um, And the tweets yesterday is like ridiculous. Trent Beretta, mom and I was joking. I don't think Chucky's got teamed up with anybody yet. But Trent Beretta got teamed up with somebody and we're like, so help me, they win tag titles not with each other would be mad. But Trent got eliminated on Rampage. Um, but honestly, if I had to choose, I'm kind of going for MJF and Adam Cole to see how long <laughs> see how long they can last, you know, so Because the winner gets a tag title match, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. basically, kind of like when Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins became tag titles when Seth was champion. <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is AEW decided to steal a WWE story type of thing. It turned into a whole fucking tournament. <laughs> Change things up, I guess. I don't know, but it's just it's just weird because how Tony Savani had just announced it. Like MJ, you Adam Cole, your partner is MJ. I ain't taking up with him. Look, <laughs> I mean they were going berserk, but MJF's trying to warm up to him. But you say um, like the whole the whole thing's been funny as hell. It has been. He's I mean, been stalking him on his lives. When, no. when when Adam is live, he's in the chat. He's fucking with him. This he did. He and then did he, his entrance. He when Dynamite, he came out when the, the Adam Cole. He was out there mocking Adam Cole, doing his moves and everything. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh wow! All right, and then you, and then there's also the Owen Hart tournament going on right now. What's up with uh? What's the updates with that? Or how's that been going? Kind of weird, honestly. Okay. Um. I mean, it's already obvious who you think is going to end up winning it, just with the champ, uh, the people that's left. Um, honestly, I know it's coming down to Ricky Starks and CM Punk. I hope and pray that Ricky Starks wins, but Dang. we know where that's probably going to go. Um, um, oh. Speaking of the Owen Hart tournament, uh oh, Miss Athena has no room to talk about asking somebody if their injury is real or fake. You're messing with Willow Nightingale, thinking she was legit faking her injury because she didn't want to wrestle you in your finals match for the tournament that was kind of harsh so ever since you became ring of honor women's champion you've gotten a little too cocky willow nightingale has proven that she can run circles all over you and everybody on that division i'm pretty sure if she opened up a challenge for the TBS championship, Willow would accept it and probably give Stat the run for her money. So, Athena, watch where you put your words because Willow might just beat you on Rampage next week. And I hope she does. But as far as the tournament goes, like I said, it's legit. You could probably figure out who's going to come out, who's going to. Uh, Ruby beat Britt Baker. Um, so, Britt's out. We kind of right. seen that coming because she won last year. Cole's not even in it. So right. um so whoever wins between Willow and Athena, I believe, goes up against Ruby Soho. In the finals. In the finals. And then I think it's Ricky Stars and CM Punk. So Okay. I guess how it is. I think I could be wrong. Forgive me, people, if I said it wrong, but I think that's how it is. Okay. All right. Interesting. 
All right. So I have one tweet, and this guy was uh, responding to a, Rus- a tweet from Russell Dome. Like, said, "What wrestling opinion will have you this?" And it's like the picture with like someone in the middle, and like gu- everyone have guns, like to that person's throat and everything. So at Futura Free Sky said, I've been waiting for this. And they just went like on a little bit of a rampage on their own. Uh, Becky is the worst horsewoman. AEW and WWE don't know how no don't know what to do with luchadors except make them lose. Britt Baker deserves to be cooked for all sh- all that BS to Rosa. Cody fans aren't even Cody fans, they just hate Roman or the Republican. Theory and Orange Cassidy need to drop their titles already. I agree with that for Theory. Um, Andrade is one of the best in the world. Y'all just diss him because he doesn't have time for company rumor bullshit. That's a lot. That's a lot to unpack there, I know. So y'all just take a minute and... um... Before Jolie rants on about Becky Lynch, let me get this in because I know she's going to go on a hype. But I know I'm going to say this... I actually do kind of agree with the Andrade because here lately you can kind of tell he is tired of bullshit going on AEW. That's clear. I will say that. Theory does need to lose the title. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. A lot of people don't understand or like the gimmick of Orange Cassidy and think it's stupid. But if you watch AEW, he's held the championship as long as he's had because the fans enjoy it and they're behind him 100%. He's doing more with that title than what the bastard Pac did. Where's Pac? Nowhere to be found. Who defends that title every single week just about? Orange Cassidy. So he needs to hold a little bit longer. Yeah, do I think he needs to sit down and not defend it every week? Yeah, he needs to heal because you can tell he's been hurting just some of the different ways. But, oh, dude. And, um. Now you really messed up because it's my jester's turn to say her part of a certain issue. So good luck, my friend. Becky Lynch has carried the woman's division since she's returned from maternity leave. Becky put over Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, Alexa, Alexa, Mickey James, multiple times. She was used as the company's punching bag for many years. Hence why I brought her up earlier. To say that she's overrated means you aren't opening your eyes or you're just a fucking douchebag who's a misogynistic twat waffle. I I don't know if you're male or female, so I'm sorry for misgendering you. I do apologize about that, but you're still a twat waffle. That is gender neutral. So, twat waffle. That's what I'm going to call you, twat waffle. I would love for you to explain why you think she's over it. I mean, I do agree with some of your points, and unlike my boss lady i can't stand orange cassidy or his gimmick and i've watched it i just don't it's that's just too for me and i do think that somebody else should have it if they did the same thing that he did i mean i will give orange cassidy credit that he does you know defend it on that but you know Britt baker Britt baker is entitled to her opinion when it comes to Thunder Rosa. And I also think, you know, that's for those two women to squash out and for people like Soraya to keep her mouth out of. Soraya had no right to bring up into something that she has no, no qualms with. She had no a part of it. So anybody that was not a part of the Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa issue, they which are. is everybody fucking else needs to stay the fuck out of it we are all allowed to have opinions that's not a problem but to poke your nose in a business that isn't yours nah brah 
sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, and just move on. Andrade, I do agree with. I think that he does actually want to leave AEW. I think he's tired of the bullshit not being used. I mean, yeah, he's been hurt, but, you know, you put him onto a show that's far, far away, and it's, it's just... It's just bullshit. I think he would actually be utilized more. On to the luchador, though. I mean, you had Rey Mysterio, one of the greatest luchadors of all time, win the World Heavyweight Champion back in the day. You have guys all over that are lucha-based winning titles. Technically, even though he's not wearing a mask, Wesley uses lucha style in his wrestling. They know what to do with it. It just sometimes it's hard for them because the fan base is fickle as fuck. Let's take one giant look at Karrion Cross, who does also have lucha background when he was with Lucha Underground. The man is a fucking powerhouse. But because you don't like him, you got to bash him. Well, I'm sorry that you're that insecure in yourself to bash other people. Especially somebody who could probably fucking snap your neck with his pinky toe. And don't get me started with, like, you know, people bashing Scarlet. Because that woman... Yeah, no, 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 just no. So, dude, your takes are shit. And I know this is what you've been waiting for. So do you like the L ratio there, my dude? Because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that came for your fucking neck. For real. And then it's like, the first thing saying off, like, Becky's the worst horsewoman, no context or anything. Behind it. It's just like priceless. It's just like really seriously it's like i saw that i was like wait it's like i started reading the tweet and that was the first sentence i read i was like oh i'm saving this for sunday (laughs) oh my god the only way that i could see her being the quote-unquote worst horsewoman was how they treated her which is not under her control exactly and you know it goes back to me watching the behind the scenes for wrestlemania 35 where becky goes to to triple h you know i'm not gonna let you down and he tells her straight up you never have and you never will which means that it was most likely other people that were putting her down yeah but triple h and even vince because vince does love her you know it was it must have been laurenitis and those and those chuckle fox all right that's the only one i had so kayla I know you said you had some. Oh, yes. At Wrestle underscore Chatter. Sorry, it's not Jay Uso. Jay Uso is not the right person to dethrone Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. If someone from the bloodline going to do it, Solo Sequoia is the name. Nobody else. Too soon. It's too soon, but I do like it. This next one rubbed me the wrong way. Uh-oh. Jobber Knocker Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> let, let her finish it, Jolie. Let her finish it. Another Jobber <laughs> alert. Indy and Candace. Okay. Oh, that's just it? That's it? That's it. Jobber alert. The person of that Twitter page. You suck dick. Okay, I'm sorry. Your faves are not always going to win. You have to have losers. Jesus fucking Christ. What do you want? Draws every goddamn fucking match? Technically, Indy's still hurt. I don't know if she's been medically cleared yet. So how can a woman with a broken fucking foot be anything but injured? You cuck lord. I swear to fucking Christ, I want you on this show so I can tell you how big of a piece of shit jobbing little bitch you are. I think it's a duo, actually. I don't fucking care. They're both cucks. 
and they both can go kindly fuck themselves with a cactus. Oh, it gets it gets worse as one of the tweets. We'll see. We'll get there. Oh, shit. Next one, Two Heads Podcast. Okay. We desperately need new undisputed tag team champions. Can't even get a, can't even get on the money bank card. Ain't nothing without a bloodline feud. I okay. saw that one. That's bullshit and a half. Number one, that is bullshit. Number two. Number two. They have been limiting matches because the fans didn't like that it ran too long. We gotta go to bed. It's on Saturday night, you fucking chuckle fuck. Now that it's on Saturdays, it can be longer. We can go to midnight like it used to in the past. But because people bitch, moan, and complained about the length of shows, this is what you get. And right now, they're not in the storyline, so why put them on the card? Are you that fucking stupid? You ha- you say you got two heads. You ain't thinking with either one of them. And it's like, damn. And it's like, with both of them, it actually, since the Bloodline stuff, it's like, I, it's like, they're still entertaining to watch. They just defended the titles the night before against Pretty Deadly and everything. It's like, they're doing both shows, still bring a lot of effect, a lot of crowd reaction. And Kevin, with him practically losing his mind every fucking night is hilarious. It's like, it's like you never know what's next with them. And we need this fresh change of pace because it's like the especially with the Usos having the titles for like six hundred and something days and everything. It's like not every damn tag team is gonna be the same fucking way. So chill out. And it bullshit and a half, like I said. And next. the funny and the funny oh, sorry, thing, AJ, no, no, I'm just saying and the funny thing, AJ had called uh Puda on a leash for cross. Um Sammy Zayn's got a Rottweiler he needs to control. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Rockwaller. I like that. Because <laughs> Kevin, he can get a little crazy sometimes. For real, I, man. I actually deleted one of the tweets because I didn't want to read it out loud because it was a comment. But anyway, at Superfan AEW. Okay. WWE might as well just get rid of all the wrestlers not related to Roman Reigns or Logan Paul. What the heck is the show? Why would absolutely want to work for this company? If you were a WWE wrestler, just ask for your release. This is why AEW is the best. And this is um, why AEW wrestlers keep asking for their release because Tony Khan isn't using them as well. So you can kindly sit down, shut the fuck up, and go suck Tony's dick like you like a good little bitch. I got nothing to say. <laughs> and I saved this one for last. Uh-oh. And Jolie's already stated they want him on the podcast. And after what I'm about to say, I want him on the podcast too. Uh-oh. Jobber Knocker Wrestling Podcast. Another jobber alert came out Friday. Uh oh. Carrying cross. Give me, give me, just give me one quick second because I'm only doing this to protect my ears for work and everything. Anyway, jobber knocker or people that's about to get blocked on Twitter. Carrying cross is not a jobber, he's far, far away from it. You may consider him as a jobber because he's not able to show what he really can do in that ring. I am going to say this short and sweet. You want to talk shit about Karrion Cross? You DM us at QT Bow Down and come to me face to face. Then we'll talk and we'll see who wins and lose. Because when it comes to Karrion Cross and Scarlet, you do not talk shit and expect for me to keep my mouth shut. Yes, I understand everyone's going to not like him or disagree. And I was waiting for this time for you to call him a jobber. And this is not the only time I've seen you bash him on the internet. You're so, uh, trust me, I, you may be a podcast following our podcast, but this is an open invitation. You want to talk shit about Cross and Scarlet, you DM us. And I promise you, you'll be ran out of the wrestling podcast entertainment world. And you will never, ever put another job or alert up on that screen again. Oh, and it's nothing but WWE. Why are you always targeting WWE? 
I don't see you bashing AEW wrestlers. I don't see you bashing New Japan. I don't see you bashing Impact. Why are you always targeting WWE? Because they don't get the thing that they want to do. Like I've seen you do Asuka because you didn't like how Asuka did something one time. So stop with the jobber alerts. Because it really makes you look stupid. Man. It's like these idiots and everyone going in here calling everyone jobbers and stuff like that. It's like you're taking it out on the wrestlers when they have zero, like practically no say so in this whatsoever. Because it's the presidents, it's the creative, whoever has creative control that determines what happens out in that ring. I mean, these men and women bust their ass, work their practically their entire adulthood to get to this spot and everything. And it's like, yeah, they may not like the results, but they're happy they're getting whatever time they can on the screen in front of an audience. And so just to use just like say, oh, they're just a job or they're just a job and everything. It's like that proves that you have no brains, don't know what the fuck is going on. And you just want to take the time just to bash, like be the little keyboard warriors and just bash everyone and their mother out there. So it's just like enough already. You really need to rename your podcast. That'll help. <laughs> it is. Oh, idiots. Fucking idiots. Rename uh, your podcast a chuckle fucks. Because that's all you are. <laughs> the only jobbers I see are you. You put out stupid things and you don't explain nor elaborate. Carrying Cross is not a jobber. He's technically a mid-card at the moment. A jobber, I'm sorry to say, is guys like Apollo Cruz and Mustafa Ali. No um, as of right now, they're being used as jobbers. God. Mustafa can, he's pushing up to mid. A jobber to me is the guys that sit in catering half the time. Cross isn't sitting in catering. Hell, Scarlett isn't even sitting in catering. They had her versus... Um, Lyra, I think. Is that her name? On the tour? Uh, yeah, on tour. They had her wrestle. They brought somebody up from NXT. They had her wrestle. Yeah, it was La- uh, Lyra Valkyria. Lyra, that's right, Lyra. So, you know, for you to like constantly say, oh, jobber this, jobber that, jobber this, jobber that, get in the ring, bitch. Stop calling people jobbers unless you're willing to get in the fucking ring with them. And the only job they're going to do is put your ass six feet under that mat. You can't even carry carrying Cross's jockstrap. Sit down, shut the fuck up, or accept our invitation and come on our show and debate us like adults. Because all you are acting like are petulant little fucking chuckle fuck children. Ay, ay, ay. All right. I did find this. Uh, I'm not sure how long ago this was and everything. I did find one more. Someone tweeted out a great match idea. At, at backstage under underscore brawl, Ronda Rousey versus Sh- uh, Shayna Baszler fight pit at SummerSlam. Book it, Triple H. I saw that. <laughs> oh, I'm 100% for that one. It's like they need a fight pit or they need a submission match. I mean, it's going to be a submission no matter what, but still, it's like I need an actual like submission match. I wish Ronda would hold out until WrestleMania. But he won't. She'll be back. She'll be left. She'll be gone after SummerSlam. Yeah, and I hate to say this, Rhonda. I love you. I do. I supported. I was one of your fans when you were in UFC. But if you think you're going to retrain to go against Amanda Nunes, who's about to fucking retire, bitch, you're going to get your head knocked off. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. Following the Nunez retirement, I know, like, Dana, with... Rousey's announcement and everything. Data said he's trying to get her back to UFC and everything. He's trying to get her back to go against Nunez. I thought Nunez already threw in a towel. I think he wants that match one more time. She kicked her ass. Yeah. Oh, God. That's so stupid. (sighs) Man, but yeah, these few weeks with Rowdy and Shane is going to be interesting. Oh, what a lot. Oh, we had a lot on the show. 
All right, Jolie, final thoughts. Jobber knockers, go fuck yourself. Oh, man. Uh, Kayla? Uh oh. No, sorry. I was just reading this tweet that someone tweeted out. Big time EST. Paige ended up being wrong about everyone. Becky went. Becky went. Oh, she, they cannot spell. Becky became the most relevant woman. Team Bad lasted the longest of the three teams. Natty lasted longer in WWE than Paige. Nikki broke up with John and still came back for the little title programs and got a Hall of Fame in introduction. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Nah, I don't have any final thoughts, really. Yeah. Oh. Wow, what a show. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>